0: Welcome back to the most active podcast here at for, 44 Football. As always, I'm your host, John Daigle, for the Week 8 Waiver Wire Preview. The Waiver Wire column, as always, is available on 44.com by Monday afternoon, where I sort through positional rankings, overall rankings, just in case you can afford a flex wide receiver or running back, and even reprioritize stash rankings for you. We'll get to those in a bit. And reminder there is over half the season left. It is, some may call it, the longest season ever. And since that's the case, you can still use the promo code YouTube for a discount as we speak for weekly projections, rankings, and even DFS content and player pool by myself and TJ Hernandez. But when you go to 44.com right now, you will see the number one waiver wire pickup for week eight is none other than a man we've talked about in the past, Josh Downs. Because now, from Gardner Minshew, we've seen Michael Pittman lead the team with a 28.1% target share, and Downs check in second with a 22.2% target share. And they've actually created the poor man's version of the Dolphins target tree between Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Because the next closest in Indianapolis is Alec Pierce with only a 12.4% target share. More importantly than that, Downs is actually beginning to separate. Six targets to Michael Pittman's five this past week, and now in Gardner-Mitchew's last two full starts in place, of 3 Richardson, Downs with also six red zone targets to Pittman's five. It's an offense we want a piece of since Shane Steichen has created a family, fantasy-friendly environment with the sixth most plays per game, the 11th highest rate of drives that are ending in a touchdown, and a league high, 18.9%, no huddle rate. Given the volume and efficiency we're expecting to see from the Colts' offense weekly, Downs has very clearly entered the wide receiver three to four discussion every single week, including week eight, when no team is on bye. He's the number one pickup, but behind him, let's sort through some more backfield conundrums. Because when we sat down together last week, Zach Evans and Royce Freeman were Los Angeles' only available running backs at that time. By Tuesday evening, though, Daryl Henderson was signed to the practice squad and Miles Gaskin was added to the roster. On Wednesday, Sean McVay was asked about it, and he was open in suggesting that they were clearly utilizing all four backs in practice to see who was the most ready to play. And then by Sunday morning, Adam Schefter brought it all home for us and reporting that, quote, the Rams would lean on Freeman and Henderson, unquote, against the Steelers. And that's exactly what we saw. Henderson started the game for the Rams, exploded for a 16-yard run on the team's first drive, and then Freeman replaced him on the second drive. But at the end of the day, Daryl Henderson is the player we want because he still out-touched Royce Freeman, 19-12, to 12, handled all three of the team's backfield touches inside the 10-yard line, including their lone goal line carry, and ran four more routes than Freeman, too. Evans, on the other hand, played zero off the snaps and left those of us who do Monday and Tuesdays ways holding the bag. Having said that, unless we can project them to score a rushing touchdown weekly, I still think this committee lacks a ceiling. Because now in the last three games, with Cooper Cup soaking up a team-high 34.6% of the team's target share, the Rams running backs have gone the other direction and being targeted at a league-low 6.1% rate. They don't have a ceiling because they're getting zero targets and zero catches. And that's how you deliver in fantasy from that poor position. But, if you're needing help off the waiver wire immediately, you can continue playing the Rams' backfield shuffle game, the Rams' bingo, and go to Daryl Henderson this week and Royce Freeman to a lesser extent since Kyron Williams was placed on injured reserve. The Rams have a Week 10 bye, thus the earliest we are going to see Kyron Williams again is Week 12. Miles Gaskin, two in deeper leagues just to, again, keep playing this evil game with the Rams running backs. Another evil game is Cardinals' backfield because Amari Mercado answered the week after we all started him. In week six, recall, Keontae Ingram led the backfield with 12 touches, Damian Williams had nine, and Di Mercado only three. But two weeks ago, DeMarcado Mercado still outsnapped both Ingram and Williams and ran more routes than the other two combined. And that pendulum swung back in favor of DeMarcado Mercado against the Seahawks, since he handled 92.8% of the Cardinals' running back carries, 94.4% of their backfield touches, and they eliminated Keontae Ingram altogether with zero running back touches. If this is what we expect moving forward from the Cardinals running backs, and I would think it is until James Conner's eligible to return with Kyler Murray in a few weeks, until that point, D Mercado needs to be back in our good graces as a weekly RB2 or three. It wasn't personal. He just hurt us a little bit a couple weeks ago, but we should be willing to forgive him. More memories are made when you're there for live NFL action. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best views of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. You can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash NFL. Prize Picks is North America's largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform and one of the most exciting ways to play DFS. And best of all, Prize Picks is simple. Just choose between two to six players and pick more or less than their prize pick stat projection. It's that easy. And you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. But it doesn't stop there. PrizePix even offers in-game projections. Imagine gathering at the house, watching football with all your friends, and building an entry to cheer for together, with more Devonta Smith receiving yards, or less Justin Fields rushing yards. Now, you can. Just go to prizepix.com accurate, and use the promo code accurate to match your first deposit up to $100. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. Another wide receiver that I have ranked behind Josh Downs, but I think should be on our radars, is Rashid Shahid. Because now, we've seen Shaheed run a route on over 80% of the Saints dropbacks in three or four games. The one outlier being the Saints 34-0 beatdown over the Patriots. But, what I like to look at is target shares. And, while the rest of the team has come backwards since Alvin Kamara is leading the team in targets the last month since he returned, we've still seen Shahid survive. In those three or four games when he was in on a route on over 80% of dropbacks, he's averaged a 15.4% target share because when he plays, he is good enough to earn targets. And then you look at the Saints' upcoming schedule and their next seven games, all of them are in a dome, creating a fantasy-friendly environment Anytime time the Saints trail, which we expect them to do since one, they're a bad team, but two, they've literally trailed by seven plus points at the league's second highest rate so far. If we expect them to stay passing from 11 personnel, which they've done at the league's fifth highest rate, Shahid will be on the field and Shahid will continue earning targets as a flex option to help us out throughout the bye weeks because the Saints will perpetually trail moving forward. And finally, Dalton Kincaid is the number one pick up among tight ends, and it's not surprising anyone. You could sense that it was trending this way the entire time because Kincaid finally separated from Dawson Knox in week four with eight more routes than Knox. But the following game, he was injured in the first half. But when he returned against the Patriots this past week, he picked up right where he left off. Yet again, running eight more routes than Knox and recording a season-high 20.5% target share. And now Knox is out indefinitely following wrist surgery. And we're not just lazily connecting the dots and picking him up because he's the next man up. Kincaid has the profile we want to chase considering Knox is out for the foreseeable future. Kincaid has first-round draft capital, He averaged a class-high 2.5 yards per route run last season, and he was one of only three FBS tight ends in 2022 to record 16 or more forced missed tackles. Now that we expect him to be the only tight end playing, I can expect this is the time where he actually breaks out as opposed to splitting routes with Dawson Knox as he had done to this point of the season. So Kincaid should be on all of our radars. And we think Khalil Shakur will also be used slightly more for deeper leagues since the Bills will now project to, anyways, scale back their top 10 rate of 12 personnel and use more 11 personnel and three wide sets with only one healthy starting tight end. Speaking of deeper leagues, we need to have a serious conversation about Jalen Hyatt because he is coming off a season-high 18.5% target share from Tyra Taylor in the box score. But his two catches for 75 yards don't even tell the entire story since he also came inches away from one 30-yard touchdown this past week. And what we're seeing is that his profile is translating to the NFL because he's getting more playing time. Hyatt recorded 20 catches of 20-plus yards as the Blitnikoff Award winner for being the nation's best receiver at Tennessee just last year. And in his last two games in New York's starting lineup, because Isaiah Hodgins has totaled just 25 routes being eliminated from the offense entirely the past two games, no receiver in the league has been targeted 20 yards downfield at a higher rate, 66.7%, than Hyatt these past two weeks. If we think he's going to stay in three wide sets and the offense is suddenly able to move the ball because Tyra Taylor is going to get done under pressure, Hyatt needs to be on our radars in both 12 and 14 team leagues. He's an amazing pickup for this upcoming game, even against a Jets secondary that is battling with a handful of injuries going into this next week. We've seen to this point of the season The managers that are getting ahead and not having to splurge and potentially lose out on players like Zach Evans are usually bidding ahead of time and sprinkling fab on direct backups the week prior. And a couple of those guys are Pierre strong this week because now Jerome Ford, who's been labeled with a low-quality high ankle sprain, is expected to miss at least the next two games for the Browns. And if that's the case, Kareem Hunt, as we saw a couple weeks ago before he was dealing with an injury this past game, and they allowed Pierre Strong to come in and split touches with him, Kareem Hunt is the player who's going to step in and lead the Browns' backfield on touches. But Pierre Strong still needs to be on our radar since he is now the only direct backup running back to Hunt while Ford is out however long while Hunt's available. Matt Breed is another one because in the past with Saquon Barkley out we saw Gary Brightwell and Eric Gray both mix in. But on Sunday both Eric Gray and Brightwell were injured. Thus Breida is another option to be ahead of just in case Barkley gets injured this upcoming game. And finally we saw Josh Jacobs leave with an injury against the Bears. Zamir White not only came in and recorded the only other running back carries behind Jacobs, but he also saw three targets to Amir Abdullah's zero. And Abdullah was active. It's a question I've had all year. Is Zamir White a top 10 contingency running back? Because I was worried he may lose pass-catching role to Abdullah if Jacobs were injured. But at least on Sunday, that was not the case. Making me higher on Samir White especially if Jacobs, that injury lingers for him ahead of Week 8. Jaden Reed is another player who should be back on our list because Christian Watson suffered a knee injury in the fourth quarter this past game against the Broncos, but he came out and told the media that, quote, he's doing all right, unquote. Having said that, we know Green Bay's practice report will have the final say on whether he plays or not. Fortunately, we've already seen Green Bay's target tree shake out in their first three games without Watson. And in that stretch of games, Jaden Reed earned a team-high 22.2% target share and 25% of the team's air yards. Romeo Dobbs, who is rostered in 65% of Yahoo leagues, had a 19.4% target share. Dobbs is obviously viable in those shallower leagues where he's somehow still available, since in those three games, he did record five end-zone targets to Reed's two. But Reed is the available player, and if we're removing Watson, And potentially Luke Musgrave, who was also injured on Sunday. There are only two, three other places to go at best for the Packers, and Jaden Reed is one of them. And finally, Gerald Everett, also injured on Sunday. And although the Chargers have been a miserable offense and literally bottom three in the league in yards per play since Mike Evans was injured in their last three games, we also have seen where they throw to alter in that time because Justin Herbert had targeted his tight ends at only the 24th highest rate when Mike Williams was available. But in their last three games without big Mike, the 15th highest rate to their tight ends. And if Everett's out, that leaves only Donald Parham and these much deeper and tight end premium leagues where Dolphin Kincaid has been rostered this entire time. Reminder. The waiver wire column at 44.com will remain updated throughout Wednesday evening and continue to be sifted through for all those late injury reports that come in both Monday night and Tuesday. We will be also be back on Thursday with our weekly preview show, myself and John Pauls. So until then, good luck on the waiver wire. And remember, be a little bit kinder once you're quiet. We'll see you then.